This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Before we begin, here's a quick message from our sponsors, Boxing. The pay-as-you-go mobile network that gives you unlimited social media for as little as £10 a month. For a limited time only, sign up to Voxy using the link in the description to receive a £40 reward. After only two monthly payments, and you'll also be directly supporting the channel. So click the link in the description to sign up now. Hello and welcome back to the Blues Focus podcast for this uh, mini episode that we're doing in between seasons. This isn't the first uh, first episode of season four that's coming in a few weeks time. Uh, well, a few weeks before the season starts, I imagine. But um, yeah, usual guys today, Jamie and Zach, how are you today, guys? Good, mate. All good. Good to be back. Been a few weeks on it, but back back to the pods now, regular pods. So yeah, all good. And Jamie, you? Yes, and I'm officially on a week off now, so I am literally kicking back and relaxing, man. All is well. Yeah, we should explain. Um, it's, we're all a bit tired today. Me, I'm mentally drained from just watching football, uh, and no, none of the results going my way. Uh, Zach, uh, you've had tonsillitis, so yeah, that's why he sounds a bit croaky. And uh, yeah. Jamie's just knackered from putting up a <laughs> putting up a wardrobe earlier today. Put up a wardrobe, stretch the drawers, and I spent the last week. Uh, being second in command in the rehab, so it's been real mentally fun week for me. I'm just drained, man. But we're um, good. We're here. We're back. Yes, All sir. Back. We are indeed. What do we talk about now? <laughs> well, this is a the thing. There isn't a lot, a lot to talk about. We've got a, a, a so, brief running order and overview of, of of what we can talk about today. But it has been quite a, a quiet few weeks for Blues in terms of transfers even like the ownership situation obviously it, you know it will happen but that's gone very quiet um I, I thought it'd be a bit busier to be honest with the transfer window opening and obviously what we heard on the day of the Sheffield United game with Tom Wagner and everything but it's, it's all been pretty quiet so there ain't a lot to talk about I won't lie well let's talk about the obvious of who we haven't got next season let's go straight into the retain list then and just go through uh, I mean, yeah that's, that's that's probably the main thing that sort of come up since since our last last podcast in terms of who's staying and who's going i think i i don't know about you guys but there's no one i'm too surprised about on there i think i'd say the main talking points are probably troy deeney being one because he was a bit touch and go as to whether he'd stay um i mean what are your thoughts on 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 deeney leaving the club um 
I think it's probably the right move, but it's one of those players again who it's okay that we've probably we don't think he fits into the team, but again, I just get the kind of Che Adams type vibe feeling with it where we've had a striker. Um, we're just not going to replace him when we when we sold Adams back in 2019. We didn't even replace him with Vassell because we sold him the next few weeks. So it's like we need a proper replacement for them. And I I, I saw that uh, Lyle Taylor's up for um, free agent this summer, so I think that'd be a good replacement because obviously he's been here before. I've seen a few people say that they wouldn't like him back, but I think that wouldn't be too bad to be honest. Getting him back he's in, a I think he's a classy centre forward. I liked Lyle. I think mm. he's got a lot about him, you know, his movement, he's aggressive, he's nothing wrong with him, composed, great penalty takers, I love the way he takes Yeah, hands. Yeah, I, did I was, that, uh, was quite Clark strangely Harris complimenting well. him. Yeah. Lad. Yeah, what what do you think to him then? I mean, was top goal scorer in League One when he was 27 or something? Zach, help us out here. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I know, I think he was top scorer in League One, look, I think Clark Harris would be a, a superb signing. He's been firing in the goals for Posh for the last three, four seasons now. I think the only issue with Clark Harris is everyone under the sun is going to want him. And I'm very surprised to be I don't know Posh's situation. Obviously, they lost out uh, in the playoffs to, uh, for a spot in the championship. But I think it's quite odd that, that it's not just Clark Harris they've said they're willing to sell. They, a few marquee players, I think, of Posh are, uh, have been listed on the transfer list, if that's what you want to call it, which I'm quite surprised about. But in terms of Clark Harris, I mean, top scorer in League One, he's been firing in the goals for years. I, he'd be superb at Blues, and he's the type of striker that just epitomises the way Blues play in terms of big physical striker, you know, whipping the balls into the box for him to get his head on, holding up the play. Bit of a Djokovic, really, but yeah. I, just think that, I just think there's too many clubs that are just going to want Clark Harris, and I can't see us being top of his list really i, I think yeah. i think mid to top end championship sides would take him so as good as clark harris would be i i can't see it happening personally yeah i agree with you on the fact that we need that type of striker because we haven't had that player in dukovic for a long time really because the duke that was so effective when under gary monk and occasionally for clotets isn't the same player anymore so like i said we needed replacements and i think someone like clark harris might be the person to help us out really but I don't know I don't really know who we can attract because we're not a very attractive club at the moment when you're saying that we're gonna be outbidded by teams higher than us that finish higher than us this season it makes sense doesn't it you know if Middlesbrough yeah. came in for him or somebody like that it wouldn't he's, he's going there isn't he? he's not coming it's to no us brainer. no chance in terms of so Lyle Taylor then you'd you'd like him back both Tommy and Jamie yeah Between what do you think um yeah, it's a tricky one because I do think Lyle Taylor's a good striker. I've got a few fears with Lyle Taylor. A, um, he hasn't played football for a year, um, although he's probably been in the mix with training and everything. That's very different to having match experience. I think second of all, his wages will be quite high. Um, I can imagine him being at Forest, and I think when he was previously at Blues, he demanded quite high wages. Um, I think third as well, what is he, 31, 32? And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with that. But I think we would like some youth and some fresh players in who are, you know, 22, 23 years old. I think we mentioned it before, but Thomas Asante, I thought would have been the perfect signing for us yeah. before he went to Baggies. We just want those gems, don't we? Those League 2, League 1 players who are doing very well, 21, 22 years old. Um, and just to give him a go, really. So I think Lyle Taylor would be 
I, don't get me wrong, I won't be disappointed if we sign Lyle Taylor by any means, but I would like to see someone different, someone younger, maybe someone a bit hungrier and someone who probably demands a slightly lower wage. Yeah, I, I, I don't know about the striker situation. Obviously, I don't many I don't know other players that probably could fit that. I was looking through some lists earlier. Um, you know, I was thinking uh, they're probably not up to scratch, you know, anything. People say Sam Cosgrove and I'd love it to work for him in the championship this season. Is it going to though? Probably not. And that's gonna be a bit of a disappointment because I mean when we signed him back in twenty twenty one or whenever it was before this player will come in, you know, gets a few goals and realise he wasn't gonna be nowhere near up to the championship standards. He's been very good in League One with Plymouth, but it's League One, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a different ball game, isn't it? And let's be real, we've watched Sam Cosgrove in, in the past and Whilst he's proven it in the Scottish League and he's had a very good season in League One, I think he's got 11 or 12 goals. Um, it hasn't worked out for Blues. And I don't know about you guys, but not once I've watched Sam Cosgrove and thought, yeah, you're the striker for Birmingham. And that's nothing against him. He might be, you know, he's clearly proven he is a good striker because he's gotten goals everywhere else he's been. For whatever reason, Blues just isn't working out for him. I think if we were to solely rely on Sam Cosgrove coming back and performing the way he has done, that's quite a big risk. So I'd, I'm happy to keep Sam Cosgrove and give him an, another go because he had a very good season last season with Plymouth. But I'd also want us to get in another striker who can maybe play alongside him and accompany him, maybe a smaller, quicker striker. Because um, I think just solely relying on Cosgrove for the goals is a big risk going into the, the new season. The whole thing goes about to say, fucking pace. We just yeah. want some bastard pace up front, man. Just want some... Like, don't get me wrong, no district. I like Cosgrove. I think the Scottish Zamora is not a bad player, but I think we need to upgrade a little bit from him as well. Yeah, it's the pace has been something that's been lacking in Blue, in Blues' team for years and years and years. Yeah, we got a bit of pace in, in Chong out wide, but I mean, look how effective a player Unel Hernandez was and his pace and acceleration and speed. And same with the likes of Chad, even Isaac Vassell. Isaac Vassell was rapid. And I quite like Vassell. I thought he was quite an effective player. So, yeah, we just... Uh, a striker who's got a bit of speed, a bit of spark about them, a bit of energy. 21, 22 years old, won't demand the highest wages. Of course, it's much easier said than done. I'm sure they're quite difficult to find. Um, but if Craig Gardner can work his magic over the summer uh, with Tom Wagner's uh, cash injection, then who knows what could happen. I believe that Gardner's got a bit of a link with Man United just because Darren Fletcher runs the... Uh, books there now doesn't he so I think that might be a good sort of avenue to go down again and to be fair it actually hasn't been that bad of a choice really I mean like we've we got Chong he's been decent for us occasionally and Hannibal as well so it's decent signings there so exactly yeah some very good signings yeah Um I mean I like Mengi it's just such a shame that he's just not been able to keep fit really because he think he was like I, I think had he had stayed fit, I think he'd have been championship quality, I think. Yeah. But um, no, it's just oh, not happened for him, has it? Definitely. Definitely. He's very, very good player, he was. He was, uh, only, he was only 19, I think, when he was at Blues and a very yeah. quick pass. I think he played a lot of the time as well. He played in the centre of that back five and that's normally your main experience centre-half. But he, he he slotted into that role perfectly. So I'd love to tell him Mengi, but as you say, Tommy, it's just a question of staying fit and whether getting him on loan and paying his wages will, will be worth it for the amount of games he plays. But, I mean, looking at, at the other sort of players that have left Blues as well, I mean, the majority of the loans have obviously gone. Harley Dean as well is obviously not on that list. Maxine Collin isn't on that list. 
I mean, it did say at the bottom that some of these players, you know, still with under the negotiations, they didn't make it clear as to what players. Um, but I mean, Dean, Colin, what are your thoughts on on those two? Even Kevin Long as well. Kevin Long, you know, wasn't on the list. So I know that one feels a bit like a yeah. bit of a letdown. That one, I feel like, because you made a good point about that, Jamie, saying that we got him on a uh, free pretty much anyway. So just renew his contract. He just clearly either Blues couldn't come to a good agreement with him or he's just not interested in staying. But, um, yeah, I'm surprised by that one. I'm really sure. I'm not sure what happened there. And obviously, with Maxime Collin, I think it was just time up really for him. I think he doesn't want to stay around for another four or five years, does he? So he's just going to get out of here while he can. Feel for Maxime, really. He'll feel like, and I know I might get shot for this, but he'll probably feel like he's wasted five years. No, absolutely, yeah. But he's, he, he's so good. So with his potential he came with when he came from Brentford, he thought like this is gonna be a good sort of push towards the top of the championship yeah. now. A bit of a rebound. So, you know, we had a bad season under Zola towards the end of it, and then we're gonna rebound with Harry Redknapp. Just didn't happen that way. I feel like well as as well though, we played Colin at left back for the majority of that season when he first arrived, didn't we? Which was odd, considering he's been like the most solid right back in the division ever since. Yeah, I think um, uh, Collins had his haters, certainly in the second half of the season, I think, at Blues. And I, I think looking at the bigger picture, I think Collins has been a fantastic servant. He's been in this Blues team consistently for the last four or five seasons. Uh, I'd say 85, 90% of the time he's performed very well. Um, I think it's, it, it is his time to go. I think it's time to now move on, get someone new in that role. Um, I feel Pedis had left a little too late. I think Collins leaving at pretty much the right time. Um, but I think it's time for a fresh new right back, probably a fresh new de- defensive back line, to be honest, because, you know, Roberts has been at the club for a while as well. I know he's 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 looking to stay. Um, mm. But Dean's been there a while and as much as I, you know, I've certainly been a big supporter of Harley Dean pretty much throughout his entirety of his time at Blues. I think, again, demands quite high wages. Um, so I think it is time for him to move on as well. Look, this Blues team is going to be looking completely different come mm-hmm. the new season, particularly that back line. I think Ruddy will be the goalkeeper and I think the entire back four will be completely different to what we've seen this season. So, But I think the players that are going, um, at least the contracted players, ignoring the loans, it is about time for all of them to move on. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't know what the hell's going on downstairs. So apologies if you can hear anything in the background. Um, I can't, you can't. Good, no, right. Can't. It just sounds like hell down there. I don't know what's going on with my talks. <laughs> but um yeah, I, I counted the retained list um players we are keeping for next season or are under negotiations, or whatever. I counted 14 first team players from the ones in that list, really. So I don't know about that really. I feel like if we are to get a completely new backline, how much is that gonna cost really? And what's the I standard that backline gonna look like as well? It will balance itself out. I mean Without knowing the exact wages of players, you're losing Maxine, you're losing Harley. Um, I'm surprised Neil Lethbridge didn't get released, if I'm honest. I'm very surprised that Neil Lethbridge is still in the club. No disrespect to him, I think he's a fantastic number two, but I think he could do a number one job at another championship club easily. Mm. But I think you've opened up a lot of wages there. This Wagner thing's got to go for at some point. The EFL are taking the piss here a bit of proving this. And... Don't get me wrong, it's just strong rumours at the minute, but I'm hearing very strong rumours of a Sanderson, potential trustee, Hannibal, potential, they've they've said he can go. Mm -hmm. Very strong rumours of us bringing 
And let's be honest, if it happens, and I'm only saying if, because I'm just hoping, Sanderson, trusty as your back two, is a very fucking good start to yeah. rebuilding your back line. Yeah, that start yeah. the season, it's good, isn't it? Because Your right I mean, back's your issue. Yeah, well, whether we alter the formation a little bit and decide to do more of an attacking wing back, which in reality we've done for the past few seasons, haven't we? We've no. got Jordan Graham. Which no. Oh yeah, Jordan Graham's gone as well. Yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> never quite worked out for Graham. And I actually sympathize with Graham. No, so bit. do I. I just feel like he was I not you. Yeah. Was... No, he he, he, he he was a striker at Gillingham. He played up front slash right wing. <laughs> He's been used he, to win back a champ- no, 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 no. But again, no, he was not a championship striker as well. He was he was not up to yeah. scratch. That's the yeah. thing. He could play yeah. in any position. He wasn't up to championship scratch. It's just as simple yeah. as that, really. Yeah. Uh, I did like his leaving tweet though when he said like big things are coming at Birmingham City. Yeah, well, I, I like so. I like him as a as a bloke, and he yeah. just it, it didn't quite work out for him at Blues, no. and but I'm sure it'll work out for him elsewhere. I mean, in terms of what you said there, Jamie, with Sanderson Hannibal Trusty, I think. Sanderson's looking the most realistic, isn't it? I think Wolves have openly said they're happy for him to go. I think us, Sunderland and Stoke are interested. Oh, um, maybe now, Sunderland as well. Sunderland, yeah. can you like, just fuck off, please? <laughs> like, go away. I know, Stop. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Go away. Like... <laughs> I know, they want everyone. But, I mean, I think Sanderson is the most likely out of uh, the, the lows. I know uh, there was an article about a month ago saying Man United are happy to let Hannibal go. Whether that happens, I don't know. That's all gone a bit quiet. And I won't lie, personally, I, I haven't seen anything regarding Trusty. Um, I well, think if one of them were to happen, Yeah, I, I, like we said at the start, there really hasn't been much happening within the last few weeks since the Sheffield United game at Blues. Um, but you say... Uh, Sanderson and Trusty is a back two. Honestly, that back two can take us right to the top. Sanderson and Trusty as a centre back pairing, I think is quality. I genuinely, it's quite top end championship centre back pairing. That credit is. where it's due. Roberts did a fantastic job last ten games of the season, to be fair, and which is what infuriates me is why we didn't re fucking sign Long because you know Long did a great job as well. I'd imagine having. Like if you as you four centre backs in that squad, you've got Sanderson Trusty, and you've got Mark Roberts and Kevin Long who can slot in. You're mm, right there. Yeah. That's a solid, solid yeah. defensive. And I think I, all yeah. the signings, you were right. I think they, it has gone quiet. I think what's going to happen is the day that EFL approved Wagner, I think the next two to three days after that, it will just be signing, signing, signing. You'll see where yeah. it's going to appear and you'll just see it come through. That's like, just where my out. pessimism kicks in, though, because I'm imagining nothing's going to happen. It's going to be like. <laughs> Like literally, like the last day of before the championship season starts, there's still nothing being said at all oh, about Wagner or anything. It's just no. no I was realizing that when I was watching the football earlier, I was just like Villa, who've been like shite as usual this season, and they go on this incredible run towards the end of the season, like they always fucking do, and they finish seventh. They're in the Conference League, which oh. is Mickey Mouse trophy as it is. It's still annoying because it's like. They're doing better as we are. Just not talk about it. Just forget it. Ignore them. Ignore them. Let's focus on the Blues because I, I can't be asked to get. I can't be asked to get into it. But yeah, the Wagner thing will happen. It's it's it It better happen. Don't don't get me wrong. I don't know the ins and outs, but it will happen. Like too much as as that Sheffield that Sheffield United day where it was all announced he was going around the bars and everything and he was at the game it it, it will happen it's just a that's exactly what happened with Paul Richardson though if it I swear yeah. to God if this doesn't fucking happen I'm supporting Worcester City for my life <laughs> I'm done I'm just gonna I'm done yeah 
I'm just gonna hide for a bit if we don't get the nah, owners. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll it'll just gonna media. disappear. You might not see the vlog for next season if it happens. Just nah, like, it'll just gonna hide for a bit. It's just like, a vlog. It's just Tommy crying into a camera for 20 minutes every week. People who used to really like this vlog and thinking, what the fuck do I watch it anymore? It's shite now. It's gone right down the pan. <laughs> nah, it'll, it'll happen, fellas. It'll, I, I don't know when, but it will happen. And, and when it does happen, that's hopefully when we can start to get a few players through the door. Because as we said, it's been really quiet. But hopefully when Wagner comes in and that little bit of cash comes in is when we can start really building the team for next season. No, I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you what, though, just before you make this point, Jamie, like whenever we seem to record these podcasts, we, <laughs> there's always like massive news immediately coming yeah. back Fucking out. Tomorrow morning, tomorrow yeah. morning, I'm going to wake up and my phone's going to be going ballistic, going, yeah, I'll have a pro Wagner. And I'll literally yeah. be like, <laughs> yeah, it will happen. It will happen. So that's why we're why doing we this. To... I know this is why we need to live stream some podcasts. It's just like it's out there then, and we don't need to worry about us faffing yeah. about with editing. <laughs> Who's recording it, lads? Who's recording it? Shit. Um, uh, it'd be one of them, wouldn't it? Uh, elephant yeah. in the room, Christian Bailey. Mm-hmm. Darby had got to sell him. He is on way too much money in that league. They are in the bin, financially in the bin. They have got to sell. I might, I might be wrong. Uh, Derby under embargo or not? Because uh, I think, I think Derby may be under a trap. I might be wrong. Um, I think if if Derby are under an embargo, I imagine Bielik will stay. Um, but they can't afford to keep Bielik because he's well over the wage bracket, I believe, in that league. No, I don't. Um, no, they're not under a transfer embargo. Um, I've heard very, very not. interesting sources saying Joe, if Joe goes to Sunderland for three mil, that money goes just funds into Christian Bailey. Yeah, I, I, I mean, who knows? Who knows? I think, I think, um, it, it's a tricky one. I, I can't, I can't see why Bailey would want to go back to Derby because at the end of the day, he's playing in a league. league. League One football compared to Championship football. I think I think in order for him to be in the Polish team, I think a big reason for him coming to Blues uh, was to help him get into the Polish team for the World Cup, and he'll want to retain his place in the Polish team. So, it might not be Blues, but I I, I can't see him wanting to play League One football next season. He's clearly proven this season he's more than capable of playing at Championship level. When he's fit, very very good midfielder. When he's fit at one hundred percent, he's arguably one of the best CDMs in that league. Yeah. Oh, easily. easily yeah, yeah. He, he, uh, particularly prior to the World Cup, he proved oh, what a fantastic yeah. defensive midfielder he is. So I, again, it's it's everything is so up in the air with all of these players. They've they've all said their messages, but whether any come back and stay or go, who knows? I think, as I said, I think if one's to happen, it'll be Sanderson because Wolves have openly said they're willing to sell. He's been at the Blues for two seasons now. Um, I can't see why he'd want to go anywhere else. Um, yeah, in terms of every, every yeah, he? in terms of everyone else, I, I've got to be honest. Personally, I can't see any of them happening. To be honest, um, but look, if they do, it's just a massive bonus, isn't it? Because I think we're all in pretty much the same boat in that we probably don't expect many of them to come back. Yeah. I know it's never ever going to happen in a million years, and I'm just gonna I'm putting myself on the far line here. But just imagine the limbs. Of Che Adams rejoining now Southampton have gone down. No, there's no chance. No chance. No, I know it's not going to happen, but imagine the absolute scene, blood. That would be unreal. 
one um, player who could potentially jo- rejoin us who was an old Southampton player, uh, Redmond. Nathan Redmond. Yeah, he could potentially be back on the way because he's just is, he in the ter- is he in the Turkish league at the moment? Didn't work for him out there. I think he's. he's I, fl- I, fl- I think he's doing quite well, isn't he? For best. Someone said he. Someone said he's flopped and he's out of contract. I think Tommy's right. I think he's. I, f- I thought he was doing quite well. I think he might be right in that he's out of contract, but I thought he was doing. Is he at best? Is it Besiktas? Yeah, he's, he's at um yeah, yeah he, he was at Besiktas. Five goals, five assists. It's a decent return, I suppose. But if he is out of contract, then I would love to have him back. It's a proper yeah. decent resign. Yeah. That only twenty nine. I didn't realise. I thought he was a bit older than that, but only twenty nine. I'd I'd love to take Remen back at the club. Yeah, on, I, I mean, looking at the rest, re- a few, there's a few good options as well in terms of players who are out of contract from other clubs. I think Luca Zhao being one. Decent, I mean, what, decent. Yeah. Coach Redding, get Andy Carroll in, lad. Just fuck it all. <laughs> <At night. laughs> good point. It is a good point. I did think, why well, I think it was Bolton who went down uh, one season, and they had a few decent players who were all out of contract. I thought, why don't we have to? Why don't we have a go at some of those players? Which just none of them. None of them. We didn't even make any money signings that season. Look, there are some that. decent little cheeky players that will come down, like. I think we just don't need to splash the cash on one player like we did with Sudnich or Jota or one of those type of players. Oh, he's back Zagic as well, for fuck's sake. I forgot yeah. about that. Oh. We don't need to splash the cash on players, you know oh. what I mean? We just need to evenly spread it out, buy a few players who, obviously, like Lucas Zhao, could potentially come if he was you know, willing yeah. to come for the right I hope Sunjit turns Right way, sorry. I hope Sunjit turns all right. I hope, you know what I mean? Our Croatian Endor is going to become good at some point. That's it. <laughs> I'm just having a look to see if I can find the um, list of, of players who are out of contract. But I, I, as I'm scrolling, I've just seen that um, Tom Ince's release clause is only £50,000 and he's attracting a lot of interest from a lot of different uh, clubs. Is, yeah, is Tom Ince someone him? you'd like? I know he's no. a bit of a, an ego. No, he's I not even any good, though. Just sign him so he doesn't fucking score past us anymore. Just literally paid the 50 grand so the wanker doesn't put another goal past us. I'm sick of it every time he plays. <laughs> Fuck off. Just sign him so he doesn't score. Just <laughs> get him away. Yeah. yeah. Prick. Right. <laughs> um, I swear a transfer market has like a free agents page. I swear it you does. You might be right. I'm struggling to find the post now. Yeah, I've been right back's the one that scares me, lads, because we've had such a consistent soul there for five years. Now it's going to be hard mm. finding... Anyone, it's not just about bringing a right back in, it's big fucking shoes to fill. Is Maxine Collin? I know, big it's, shoes, it's worrying, it really is. I do wonder whether our team is going to start to really show how poor it can be at times next season. Just like we might just go on like a terrible run of form. I think next season, bad very make or break. Next season. Yeah. make or break next season. I think, I think there will be progress next season. I think if everything goes to plan and this Wagner stuff comes through, and we let's say. Let's say this time next month it's approved. So you've got the end of June, July, friendly start, August. You've got a month then to start scouting and bringing. I think you need two to three weeks in modern day market to bring in a good six players with investment. Mm. So um, I've I've found found the list of uh, free agents. Um, So looking defensively, I'm just uh, picking out the sort of main... uh, Names here. It's got Scott yeah. Dan. Mm. Um, would like to bring him back. It would be nice. Yeah. Um, Ayala from Middlesbrough. Obviously, should have very... had him. Like, we should like have bought him under Karanka. Yeah. We yeah. should have bought him under Karanka. 
Um, the problem is he gives me George Friend vibes. I think we it would be five years too late to get him now. Yeah, exactly. No, maybe so. Aiden Flint. Um, very I, like Aiden Flint. I like Aiden Flint. I we, like we were rumoured with Aiden Flint two or three seasons ago, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. Is he is he ball at the moment? I might I might be he is an absolute shit house footballer. Yeah. Definitely Wednesday. Absolute unit of a man. He was yeah. great with Bristol City and yeah. Cardiff. Did he go to in the end? He was uh, decent there. He, he's, right there. he's a centre half that scores goals as well. I think yeah. one season with Bristol City, he got like 10, 11 goals or something like that. Yeah. And um, John likes to, well, there was one point under Cardiff, I believe he was Cardiff's top goal scorer for a while in one mm. of the seasons. He was one of the mm. best mates at Cardiff when he used to say it to me all the time. He was like, Aiden Flint, man, he's the one. You're yeah, telling me you have good, a back yeah. three next season. You've got trusty and Sanderson. One, if imagine if this happened that side, then Aiden in the center. We're looking tall then as well because that's something that I've been worried about recently. It's like, yeah, height. our height in the team it seems to be going down, doesn't it? It's mm. you look at Millwall, the, it, was, it was good that we built all of those as well. Yeah, I understand that, but like defensively, you want big units of a player to put those tiny little uh little dribblers off, really. You know what I mean? It's like. Mm. It's, We've got it's... um Jade Silva as well from Bristol City. Quite a good mm, um Yeah, I've own, never own really noticed him though. Yeah, uh, no, that is true. In terms of midfielders, uh let's have a look. Jake Livermore. I don't mind Jake signing. Livermore. Yeah, I yeah. think he's a classy player. How old mm. is Livermore now though? Because he's been around for 30s, yeah. quite some time, yeah. Um Nick Powell. He's that old Man United player, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sam Klukas. Mm. You know, there's some good names here. Bradley Dack. Klukas would be nice yeah. for a left footer as well. Bradley Dack's, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, uh, Dak, Dak, yeah, Dak's a good player. I like Brad. I mean, if they yeah. want to sell us Bertrand Diaz, that'd be... I mean, in terms of in terms of forwards then, Timu Puki. Is he out of contract? Oh, get yeah. Timu Puki. Bring him in now. Bring me in the clinical finisher that you've seen. He's not coming. Give me Timu Puki. That would be unreal. In London, dancing me underwear for Timu Puki. Give me some Timu Puki. We could sign all of these players and just still finish 17th. We can get 16, Vlad. 16, come on. Marginal game, Vlad. We're doing well. Alfredo Morelos from Rangers. See, oh, I read this that's... and I read Ryan Kent's also out of contract, but Ryan Kent, but there, there's about as much be... chance as I, me yeah, like, being I, the I King think, of England tomorrow morning. I think that's the same with Morelos as well, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know why I'd go from Rangers to Blues. Nah. But yeah, you are Ryan Kent's on this list. Shane Long, probably a bit past too old. Uh, too old. Gary Medine. Gary Medine. Gary Medine. How old is he? About 47,000. Years. I think there's cave drawings of him on the walls in yeah, the yeah, no, really right. Um and that's about it probably in terms of um yeah, Gary Taylor Fletcher. So looking at that list, there are some good free agents available this summer. Um, and we're Birmingham City and we live on them. Exactly. We love a free transfer, we love a loan. Um yeah. so you know, look, I think I think things are quite exciting. We're gonna see a very different team at the start of next season. We've got Tob Wagner hopefully coming in. A little bit of a cash injection. There are some good players mm-hmm. available. Um Dion Sanderson, you know, is I think could potentially happen. Who knows about the others? But put it this way, I think times are exciting for blues. Yeah, I'd love to believe that, but me being a pessimistic Blues fan, I can't see anything else. No, we say we say at the start of every season, don't we? Oh, I can't yeah. wait for the season. This is this is this is going to be the year. But you know, I who thought knows? 
I, I tried like a reverse psychology sort of tactic last year. I said, we're going to finish stone dead bottom in the hope that we were going to do really well. And thought midway through the season, hey, actually might work this season. And then that just mm. back to the same. Oh, no, yeah, we always start quite well as at Blues, don't we? We always start the, the season on yeah. on pretty pretty decently. And it's then that October, November time we do really well in. Yeah. I don't know what it is. That bit in the season we do really well in. Yeah, and then and it's all... the last 15 or so games that just go wrong, isn't it? The last 15 games of the season. <laughs> also, 15 the, games. <laughs> the second elephant in the room and the bigger one, Jude's pretty much going to Real Madrid, which gives us a bit more of a cash injection. It helps with the financial fair play. I don't know whether it gives us any more money. Um, yeah, I, I, I've heard so many different things from 5 Yeah, I will 25%. agree with you, yeah. Who knows? He might. You know what? Obviously, he uh, Dortmund's bottled the league. Um, oh, I know you didn't play, but Dortmund man, bottled man. the league, which is which is gutting. So whether he'll want to stay yeah, at no, Dortmund, you know what? Season, they did that to themselves. They fucking yeah, they benched did, yeah. Jude. They benched. No, he was he, injured. I think he's though, injured, he? injured. Yeah, he they, they, well, they he didn't coming back from an injury. Yeah, they. Yeah, he was. I think he was on the bench, but because he, he's been wearing that knee strap for for a few months now, Annie. He? So yeah. he's he's, he's got a problem with his knee hence why he didn't start but yeah I, in terms of the tube money who knows i mean whether he goes this summer uh, i i don't know i it wouldn't surprise me if he stuck out another season at dortmund and in terms yeah, of his brother job i mean we we briefly mentioned joe but i think we should probably touch on him a little bit more because it is quite big news in that you know we've even had fabrizio romano report that he's going to sunderland and, and bear in mind it's been like a week and a half since that was first spoken about and not really much has happened since whether it does or doesn't happen i don't know i mean what are both of your thoughts do you think it's reported three million do you think that's too high too low do you want to keep him do you want to see him gone i mean what are your thoughts i, I don't know i think obviously he's not been the same player that jude has been and i don't think he ever was going to be was he um but three million always feels a bit shit for a player who could be the next best player in the world or whatever I'm not saying that he's going to be. I'm also not ruling out he could be as well. But, you know, I don't know. It's 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 one of those things. I think people just got caught up in the hype of his name perhaps a little bit too much. But, um, yeah, I think it makes sense for him to go to Sunderland with the links with Mike Dodds and everything. And I think had they have stayed, um, Christian Speakman and Mike Dodds at the Blues, they, they wouldn't even be anything like that. I don't think Joe would be even wanting to look elsewhere. And the only reason he is looking elsewhere at the moment is because of those two, really. And obviously, they're more involved with the first team now as well. So it just makes sense, really, for me. But three million on our end just feels like for all the investment we put in for Job as a club over the years, three million out of it. That's why I was pissed off with 25 million with Jude. It's like this guy's going to be worth hundreds of millions in the future. We're going to get like uh, not even a quarter of the price he's eventually going to be worth. You know, it's ridiculous, really. But. What can you do when the club is run so shitly? Yeah, I I, I, I slightly disagree with the Jew thing, only because I still think as much as Blues fans could see that he was probably going to be the player he is today, I think Dortmund was still taking a big, big risk, paying £25 million for a 16, not a 17, 18, a 16-year-old. So I, I I do think that we probably got a fair amount for Jude at the time, even though a lot of us knew he'd go on to what to be what he is today. Um, I always think it would have been difficult for the club to negotiate much more for a lad who's 16. In terms of the Job thing, I agree with you, Tommy. I think three million is too low. Um, 
I think a lot of people seem very, not a lot of people, I'd say it's probably an even divide, some want him to stay, some want him to go. I think personally speaking, looking at the, particularly the Millwall game, I think Mm. highlighted what a fantastic player Joe Bellingham can be and will be in the future. People forget he's 17. Like he's not 19, 20, 20. He is 17. Like three million for a 17 year old is good money. But if he's starting for Blues, which he had done towards the end of the season, and I think he made, I don't know how many Blues appearances he made throughout the season, but to do what he's done at 17 so far, regardless of the name, and play well when he's been called upon, particularly as I mentioned, Millwall in the final few games of the season. I think three million is far too low. And I think the likes of Joe Bellingham and George Hall are the future of Birmingham. Um, and I, personally speaking, I don't want Joe to go. I think three mil is too low. I think he's proven he's going to be a very good player. Um, and the fact he's only 17, give him four years, four years of consistent football at Blues. He'll then be 21, still incredibly young. It just, it just feels, it just feels too little money and too soon to be releasing. Joe Bellingham, yeah. personally. I, I think it's just a really poor decision. And whether the club, you know, financially have to do it, then fair enough. But I think if we've we've got the luxury of, you know, this three million isn't urgent, we can wait. I think we should do everything in our power to keep Joe, I really do. Well, if I, I think in terms of price is really the thing I'm always thinking of in terms of the blues, because the money we need the most. I, I always think like, Jude really should have gone for more because if Chukwu Maker, whatever his name was, that went from Villa to Chelsea was worth that much, then how the hell is Jude like less than that really? Well, did he go for like thirty-four million or something? It was rumored to at sure. least anyway. Good question. I don't know. It was ridiculous. I remember thinking that at the time, thinking Jude Bellingham has done ten times more than this guy, and yes, he's worth more. And that's obviously because Villa are in the Premier League and everything. But it's kind of the thing that I'm frustrated with the Blues at the moment is the fact that we aren't getting any progress and then for these players we're getting nothing out of them it's like we need to do better that's why because if we have to sell these players in the future we can demand more if we're going for the playoffs or something or we're close towards the top of the championship you know where we are at the moment it's no wonder that he went for 25 million Jude because if we're in like West Brom's position who demanded so much for Saido Berahino who was nowhere near the player that Jude does then they can demand that because they are in a better place than we are and that's why i'm like this season like we need to do better because not just mm. for like the team on the pitch because it, it's all relevant anyway but like we need to do better just financially just to stay afloat really just like win some games you know like just snatch a one nil here and there and try and get up the top of that table because some of those players you just find that they're worth a bit more at the end of the season if we have to sell them oh, job yeah, would be worth more if we finish fourth this season wouldn't he so it's i mean what are your thoughts on it Jamie, I think the thing that pisses me off more than anything is it's a fucking championship club. If he goes, Jude going to Dortmund, going to the German top division, I was like, fair play. Dortmund are incredible at, you know, bringing new players through. That's cool. But when you go into another club who didn't even get promoted, that's the kick in the teeth for me. I get the Mike Dodds thing and I get the link and it's good and it's great for his development and all power to him, but... I think we've been low-balled. I think five Miller would have been a bit more accepting of, in my eyes. It just feels like if you take inflation of the transfer market into account, it's basically a 1.75 Damari Gray fucking sale to Leicester again. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a it's a difficult one. Do you know what I mean? I don't want. I, I personally, I don't want Job to go for any amount because I think what he's doing at 17 years old, and particularly his performances in the final few games of the season, I just don't think warrants a, a transfer. So if the you know if he does go for three million, that probably suggests that the money is urgent and Blues need money now and can't afford to wait. Mm. Um, but hopefully we're able to keep him at least for another season and really bump up that price tag if he is to go, or if not, bonus, we get to keep him and and hopefully produce a fantastic player out of him. So I don't, I personally speaking, I don't want Job to go for any amount. I want him to stay at the club. I think him and Hall particularly uh, are the future. We've obviously got James and Chang uh, doing equally as well, but I think Hall and Job particularly for me are the two that just epitomises the future of Blues. Yeah, well, that's um, one more, Jamie. I just think financially it will show how fucked we are as a club if the season ticket prices go up. Yeah, will, they will do. They'll go up hundred percent. They'll go up. Mm-hmm. What? I, well, I don't know. well, I don't know. yeah, well, <laughs> they will. They definitely will. Can't be honest. They'll go up. They'll go up, mate. I'm not paying more money to finish seventeenth, lad. Nah. Well, they, yeah, <laughs> exactly. We need more for that money. You know, we need a put player. How much is the season ticket now? I'm I don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember. It's got to be about four or five hundred quid, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. I don't think it's that much. No. My my season ticket this season was two forty quid. Yeah. But I'm under twenty one, which helps. So. <laughs> helps when you're young, Jamie. <laughs> See when you when 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 you're, you're, when you're bastard, paying like you are. <laughs> when you're paying pensioners' prices, it does go out. So. <laughs> I was your day at Wembley, Zach. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh right, let's wrap this up before we offend each other. One last thing Maybe. before um before we before we go, uh, and we will bring this up more in the future podcasts and future mate. conversations. <laughs> you two want to get a fucking room? Something, <laughs> honestly. Um, right, God, sorry, sorry. What do we want the kit to look like next season? Blue and white, <laughs> well, so, I loved about Ian Dutton's letter actually. He says that we can confirm that next season our kit will be royal blue. I'm like, oh, well, the, great. <laughs> Christmas has come early. Brilliant. Wow. <laughs> that's, like saying, uh, that's like saying to Man U, your kit will be red. Uh, well, we can't well, if you obviously. never know, actually. I'm going to use water's wet, Ian. Nice one, lad. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Any particular style we're looking for, or any brand actually? Because interestingly enough, uh, Bristol City had to change their kit midway through the season, didn't they? Because of um, Homo going out of business, wasn't it? Or whoever they were with. So, um, what 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 are we hoping for next season? Because I swear, if it has white sleeves, I'm going to kill somebody. What's wrong with white sleeves? I think. <laughs> no, no. Right, I'll get that shirt off the wall in a minute, and I'll fucking slam it in front of your face. I. I'll have. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the the Karanka season was the worst Blues kit there's been in the last it's dreadful in isn't history. It? Wrong shade. Of oh, Jamie, man, you need to stop. Honestly, <laughs> I love that much authority wrong... over you. I'll come through the fucking screen and put the shirt on you. Block, bang. <laughs> <laughs> it it was oh, it was the wrong shade of blue for starters. The collar's yeah. awful. Um, the the badge was ironed on. I think the sleeves are, are white. It, it, everything with that about that kit was horrendous, and the season. Um, mm. I love a simplistic design. I I like it when there's not a whole lot going on. I'd love just a beautiful royal blue shirt. Maybe not white, not white sleeves, but maybe like the bottom bit white. Um, 
I, I love just a really simple design. I don't want much, just a beautiful royal blue shirt, maybe a, a sort of pattern going on somewhere. Just keep it. I, I quite like minimalistic sort of. I don't like it when there's too much going on. I think sometimes it can look a bit forced and a bit messy. So yeah, something Are really you, uh... just a really clean royal yeah. blue shirt. Are you going white shorts, blue socks, blue shorts, white socks, or, yeah, or blue? I, I, I always like the white shorts. I think it adds a bit of contrast. I'm not, I don't mind the, the full blue, but I do like white shorts and then probably blue socks. I think that's the mm. that's the way I'd go. What about you, Jamie? I mean, I, I kind of struggle to comment on this as a colorblind human being. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, my favourite kit is like the black goalkeeper ones, do you know what I mean? <laughs> that back in the so you want blues to wear black next season? No, not the goalkeeper kit, you know the goalkeeper kit, just black. Mm. Like, yeah, a, a, a black yeah. goalkeeper kit is clean, yeah. yeah. Like, like when Fuzzy used to wear, I was like, yeah, that looks sick. Yeah, that was, that was um, a beautiful goalkeeper kit. That, man, simplistic, man. Just keep it. Yeah. Don't do too much, man. Like... Just with the blues, just keep it blue, blue, raw, blue, and white, man. Yeah, Royal man. blue, yeah. None of this light like, blue rubbish. I like um, a nice colour. Some white sleeves would go down all right, and then just things like that. <laughs> I mean, in terms of in terms of kits over the last decade, I think my favourite would be the Jude Bellingham era one. Um, really, I, I really like the yellow as well. I think the yellow was really nice that season. The sort of a, a third colour. The blue, white, and then with the, the sort of yellow at the bottom of the sleeve. And I think the yellow boil sport, I really, that's my favorite kit over the last decade for sure. Clean the yellow, sim- yellow symbolizing a piss week blues. That is, that's nah, for sure. Nah, we were all right that season. We were decent. That no, season. we fucking weren't. We finished yeah. 20th. <laughs> no, no, the, no, that's that season when we wore that kit. Wasn't that the year that Che Adams was firing? And, no, no. Am I thinking no, the, season the season before? That, that ah, kit's okay. nice. That is that a nice kit. Nice, yeah, yeah, that's a nice kit. One with kit. the white along the top and the. Yeah. I remember going to that Blues West Ham game, thinking, "God, we look like a Premier League team out on there." And uh, well, look at us four years later, right? <laughs> Looking fucking shite yeah. as usual. Yeah. But um. Did Rotherham stayed up, didn't they? Yeah. I don't know why I was just thinking that West Harden being also all right back. To he, back he's back. he's out of contract. We're just signing all the players that we've let go in the past. I was at West Harden, free I as well. always I always rated West Harden. I liked West Harden. I thought yeah. I liked him as well. It's fucking Karanku who got rid of him, and Kifton yeah. Bell he got rid of. He nearly got rid of Duke as well. He was like getting rid of all the best fucking players we had. And, had, and he, he persisted to play Mikel San Jose. Twat. It was yeah. <laughs> oh, he, he was shit. Just... He was a twat though. <laughs> <laughs> just quickly speaking on Mikel San Jose though, that was a mental signing when you think about it. Was it was crazy, yeah. Like as 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 much as it didn't work, English football clearly wasn't for San Jose. That was a mental signing at the time. Like San Spanish Jose, he was in like the Spanish team and like an established La Liga player for I think uh, Athletic Bilbao was it or yeah. someone like like yeah, that Bilbao, that yeah. signing was like. In terms of over the last decade, in terms of like caliber of signing, yeah, and the size and there. popularity of a player, he was an he was a giant. I I remember at the time I was like, there is no way, and I think that was the general vibe around him. And then he turned out to be absolute bollocks, didn't he? But yeah, there you go. it was just a yeah. shocking performance. <laughs> oh, bless him. I think he gave it a good go. <laughs> I think I would go for a bit of a different kit for this season. So I've got to have a darker blue than the like ones we've been having lately. They're just they're just not blues blue that's for sure um mm. so i'd go for something i'll put a picture up on the screen of it um for something like this is the 
uh, like a blue sort of well, a blue shirt but like a bit of like a navy sort of trim in the uh the center sort of chest region towards the neck and then blue shorts and then i'd go for some navy socks just to throw a Ooh, bit okay. of a curveball so for something like nice. that because what i liked about the away kit this season even though i didn't like the pattern it looked a bit too suspicious um i did like the fact that we had navy socks i thought that added some you know pizzazz to it a little bit it looked kind of interesting and away uh, away at swansea when we played with those navy socks i thought oh that's an interesting looking kit that is i, I went home and thought you know what that looks really nice actually i'll what, put a picture of that on the screen as well again what's your ideal away kit color then yellow and blue yeah yellow, mine's yellow. Like, yeah yellow as well Completely i would love crazy. to see i would love to see a blues version you know in like a fenerbahce style do you know what i mean yeah. so those blue yellow and blue stripes blue shorts and then i'd say blue socks as well because it would go well yeah. with the home kiss yeah um, yellow yellow away um, blues kits are the best in my opinion yeah i don't Probably like quite like the memories in them as well yeah uh, we we seem to do well in yellow kits for some reason i'm not too sure why but um we always do really badly in red for as long as i can remember yeah. i'm not a, i'm not a fan of red i think i think because it's a direct opposite of blue yeah it's it's mm. not i'm not a fan of red away kits no i i like the yellow because you know there's there's some history with the yellow um away yeah. shirts as well with yeah. obviously the adidas ones in the 80s and all that as well for it, it kind of looks like us as well i feel like that's something we should be aiming for this season but knowing us we'll just get another fucking template kit and yeah, man. It, it'd be like pale light blue this season like fucking coventry or something you yeah. know that's something actually what what's the worst kit that it could be this year <laughs> the karanka kit remade yeah, like that. revisiting it <laughs> i can't tell you like i get so excited for the kit announcements and i can't tell you how gutted i was when i saw that karanka one i could it's, i it's genuinely atrocious. couldn't believe it i thought it was a wind-up at first i was like it's not even the right blue we're not brighton brighton and hove albion like it was yeah. awful so yeah the kit the kit's actually quite a big thing personally for me i always like it when we have a nice kit i think it just sets us up nicely for the season if we're playing in a nice nice uniform <laughs> but yeah we'll yeah. see Jamie, what's the worst Blues kit we could have this season? There's been so many shit ones, haven't there? Let's be fair. Mm. Like, I don't know. As long as the blue is actually blue and Birmingham City blue, it's all right. Like, if it's yeah. like, like that, yeah. said, if it's that bullshit Brighton blue, like, I ain't having any of that. No. Yeah. Like, and no so white away kit either. Like, no white away kit either. Nobody yeah. wants a white football kit. Yeah, yeah, within three wears of wearing it. No, <laughs> no mothers want that either. No, <laughs> doing their wash I, up on a Sunday I mean, afternoon. It's somewhere I had when we're in the Prem, the white away kit, mm. and like it got fucked within three times. We go to the Astro, like, just decimated. It's like grey at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh. no one wants a white away kit. Yellow away kit, blues. That's what we want. And aside the, manager be... the manager director is watching this podcast going, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, what? No. <laughs> We've got a Brighton home kit and a white kit. <laughs> uh, goalkeeper kit all the way, lads. There you go. Let's get you a goalkeeper kit, Jamie. That'd be funny, actually. <laughs> when in doubt, when in doubt, keep a kit out, lads, don't you? <laughs> the Boaz Myhill one in that 2012 oh. season, the red one. Oh, fuck Myhill. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say worst. something about the shirt, just downgrade. like my Fuck him. That is one of the worst downgrades <laughs> I've ever seen in history. Ben Fox Foster of a Boa's Mile. West, West Brom <laughs> that day 
must have been laughing. <laughs> when I um when I was with Kidderminster, we played West Brom in a pre-season friendly, and uh, Boas Myhill was uh, their manager. So there's a little uh, fun fact for you there. Should have uh, should have had a word with him because yeah, he's yeah not the best. Did, but... did he duck out the way when something came towards him? <laughs> <laughs> On a side note, uh, BBC Sport have also decided to mug us off today. Leicester have equaled the record for most relegations in the English top flight 12, along with Birmingham City. Yeah, we're, we're, whenever, whenever Blues are referenced, it's never for anything good. Never. No, no, never. no, no, no the, only, the only time I ever hear us mentioned in a decent light is when it's like Jude Bellingham's playing and they're like, Obviously, he came through Birmingham's academy. That's all they'll say. So, thanks. Yeah. Other than that, that's it. Yeah. We might get the odd 2011 reference, but other than that. How many seasons are we in the prim- in the in the Premier League in the Championship now? About 12, 13. I think. Isn't it? Is it 12 or 13? We went down 2010, 2011 season, didn't we? Was it so 11, we 10 12? years in 2021, 22, 23, 13 seasons. Blues, come on! <laughs> Fucking do something, man. I'm sick just, and tired of the championship. I just want progression next year. I just want a top 10 push. That's all I want. Yeah. I don't want anything major. I just want to just be around the top 10. I want us to be over 50 forest. Yeah, points I mean, by like the just... end of March, Feb. That'd be great. Can't tell you how be how happy I'd be with twelve. I'd be over the moon with twelve. <laughs> Say that that is so fucking. I, I would because so it's just progression. As long as it's not seventeenth, forget. I'd be happy. This is what we've wanted for years. Just a bit of progression, season on season. Seventeenth to twelfth, then maybe tenth, then eighth, then maybe a playoff push. <laughs> who knows? But just just wrap it up, Tommy, because it we're we're the first episode in. I'm depressed already. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I've got I've got a Koppenberg in the fridge and it's calling my name after this. I can feel it. I can't tell you how relieved I will be to have a 14th place next season <laughs> in the championship. <laughs> get in. Lads, we're all gonna go to get shit face if we're both 16. Just, <laughs> just a small just a little thing though. I think the championship next season is the toughest championship it's been in quite some time. I know. Looking I think the the fact that Plymouth and Ipswich have come up, Ipswich have talked about to be one of the best League One sides of of all time in terms of how they did yeah. and their team. Plymouth had a very good season. They weren't far behind. Sheffield Wednesday, I imagine, will be the side to come up. Barnsley might do it, but I think Wednesday had a fantastic season. They finished on like 90 points and will likely be the team to come up. Um, so I've, uh, in terms of the calibre of teams that have come down, Leicester won the Premier League not too long ago. Southampton are a decent team and Leeds, obviously, we know what Leeds are like. So, Next season is, I think, in my opinion, the toughest championship we've seen in some time. I think yeah. Southampton were a decent team, and I think Southampton are about to feel the effects of what happened to us in 2011, which is their squad is about to get absolutely fucking decimated. Within Maybe four so. days of us going down, we lost about five players, didn't we, Tommy? Well, yeah, exactly. But in certain present speaking, though, I reckon some of those players that are free agents at the moment probably would get snapped up by some of those teams that come down from the Premier League. So... I imagine if you're interested in those players, some of the Blues management board really need to get a kick on with that and just be like, just join us, just do it, get the deal done immediately. Before teams like Southampton, Everton, uh, not Everton, they survived, Leicester, Leeds, and then obviously the teams coming up and everything. It's just like, and the teams that didn't go up as well, like Borough, those teams are just going to, you know, like ramsack those type of players really. So it's just like, you just just get some deals done. That's why I'm worried at the moment. I'm just thinking we're gonna we're gonna wait and we're gonna wait and we're gonna wait. It's just gonna come to the point where we're just gonna like 
can't can't buy anybody. Can't do anything. But anyway, just sign Timu Pukki. Not going to sign Timu. Sign Timu. My petitions are signed Timu Pukki. <laughs> We're going to end this podcast here. It's been about an hour's recording. Uh, hopefully, you've enjoyed this sort of mini episode. Uh, well, I say mini episode. It's like an in between series episode. Uh, you've been listening to Jamie Law and Zach Woods. Thank you for joining me again, lads. Anytime. Uh, and you can also follow us on the social links on the screen. Uh, and we'll be back fairly shortly. Can't tell you exactly when, but uh, we'll be back for some content over the summer break. Thanks for listening and keep right on. Keep right on. Sign Pookie. Sports Social Podcast Network. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport, powered by fans.